Hello, we are live. Welcome to day two of Living Like Grant Cardone. We are feeding the beast today. All we're gonna do is just feed the beast over and over again. We're just gonna shove everything into the beast's throat. Um, today, I'm listening to the 10X rule. While we do wanna feed the beast, we don't want to feed our fears. So Grant was telling me how I shouldn't feed my fears because if you feed time to your fears, then you're going to lose time. Again, great advice, just weirdly put. Yeah, you don't want to feed the fears, you want to feed the beast. So, <laughs> I did dress for success today, guys. I put on this, <sighs> this button-down shirt with uh, some birds on it. I thought that made me dress for success. I was gonna wear my uh, Pokemon jacket because I mm -hmm. want to be the very best, but I just hopped out of the shower, and as most people know, hopping out of the shower makes you feel incredibly hot no matter what, so I'm way too warm to put on anything long sleeve right now. I'm just waiting for this shower water to inevitably turn into sweat, and then I have to shower all over again. I am always cold when I get out of the shower. Oh, shit. Actually, I forgot my watch in the bathroom. I'll be right back. That's fine. All good. So I'm going to say hello to everyone in the chat right now, and then we will talk a little bit more about Grant's morning routine and what we did today. Amanda says, I'll be joining from the road today. I'm driving down to my dad's house a few hours away, so I'm listening, but I won't be in the chat. Don't text and drive, y'all. That's, that's accurate. Do not text and drive. Amanda, I'm glad you're able to listen, and I'm glad you're being safe with your driving. Joseph is here. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning to Firebrat. Sako says grumbles with coffee in hands. Hey, that's me. I've got my coffee in my boss babe mug because I'm a boss babe today. Cher is here. Good morning, Cher. Good morning, Kitty, who is having some breakfast. Karen has a busy morning. Glad you're here. Rivara is here. Good morning. Anne is here. Good morning, Anne. Mushroom Destroyer saying, fashionably taking on the day. Exactly, exactly. Glad y'all have made it today. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I feel naked without my watch. Kind of <laughs> like how you sent me, I think it was you who sent me that uh, article yesterday where it was like, Grant Cardone likes watches for how they look, not for their use. He doesn't actually like yeah. change oh, the batteries about, or set the time. <laughs> we're going to talk about this book today, especially because I feel like this book has been sitting on my shelf for like three years and I haven't read it yet. And it has like all these guru morning routines in it. And I'm like, oh, this was what we needed this whole time. So we're gonna be reading this or at least I'm gonna read it and tell you the morning routines. So I know he's like sometimes on Shark Tank. I wonder if the people on Shark Tank have morning routines. I wonder, I do have some books by the people on Shark Tank. I have um, well, we're going to find out what Damon's morning routine is. I'm sure it's in this book, although I've been flipping through it trying to find his morning routine and it seems it changes uh, because he travels a lot. So he'll be like, at six, I land in New York and then at nine, I get to the hotel and I'm like, okay, well, I don't think I can follow that in a pandemic, but okay. Well, I think I'm going to follow his advice and just start investing in everything. I'm going to go on micro ventures today and I'm going to find every startup business that I can find and just become a majority owner in all of them. Dude, there are times that I wish I could be a venture capitalist because I'm like, man, I really like, there are certain companies I really want to see exist, but I'm not the right person to start them, but I would fund it if someone wanted to start it, but I don't have the money to fund it. So I wish I had the money to fund it. You know what I'm saying? You just got to find like a group of, I don't know, 20 people that have a lot of money that trust you and your hair. Well, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I like contributing to people's Kickstarters and things like that. That's why, um, like, so I was kidding when I said, oh, shit, I just turned off the camera, didn't I? I was kidding when I said uh, I was going to go invest in a bunch of companies, but I do like MicroVenture because uh, it is sort of like Kickstarter. But it, And there's another one called uh, Kiva, I think, or something like that, where it's instead of donating to a Kickstarter, which is just helping them pursue their dreams, you're actually investing in companies. So you do get some equity. Oh, that's cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's it's a similar thing. And so like instead of giving a hundred dollars with just like go follow your dreams, you're in, you're investing a hundred dollars in those small companies. Camelia is here taking a break from classically savvy. Yeah, yesterday I put up a classically savvy video. Uh, that was fun. I accidentally made my foundation orange because I don't know how to do makeup still. I'm trying to learn. Maybe I'll do makeup on this stream. Figure it out. Anne Marie is gonna make some tea. Ashley's here. Good morning, everybody. Kira says good morning. Christine is here. Good morning, everyone. Hi, um, everyone. So today I tried, based on like the videos we watched yesterday, it sounded like Grant first writes down his goals and then starts working out. So I tried that, but I prefer working out before the goals. So the, today I was like, okay, I woke up. I sat down and wrote down my goals for the day and then I did my workout and I prefer it the other way around because writing down the goals first thing I'm too asleep to make them make sense and if I sit right down after I wake up I have a lot harder time getting the workout started because I'm so exhausted that's what I found at least um I hear you on that I uh I definitely like writing down goals over mm -hmm. journaling in the morning. Oh, I me think, too. Yeah, I'm not going to journal in the morning. Yeah. I, I think journaling is more of a, an evening thing because mm -hmm. it, it's so easy to turn into a habit. It's, it's, it's easier to turn into a habit in the evening because if you mm -hmm. have nothing else to say, uh, there are plenty of prompts out there where it's like sum up your day in one sentence. And then it's just like, okay, at least I journaled for the day. It wasn't a lot, but I kept that habit going. Um, yeah. So I like that. Uh, I skipped my meditation today just because instead I was I was answering work emails. So I was going to meditate uh, as soon as my, my next meeting is over. Uh, so, so that's the only thing I had to sort of push back today. It was either shower or meditate. I chose shower, which I guess I could have meditated in the shower now that I say it out loud. That's true. Maybe I'll try meditating in the shower. That I don't could really be know how to meditate at all, but I'll give it a try. You should. So down the downward dog which I swear by this app like crazy because I use it for yoga and now I use it for meditation. They can, they, they have, and they, they have a premium version, but I just use the free versions. They have five minute guided meditations. So it's really easy to just do that to then just mark it on your calendar and say, okay, I meditated for the day. Um, and the reason why I swear by it is I'm sure there are better things out there and I'm sure it's also a skill you can do yourself, but establishing the habits probably the most important thing you can do and if you mm -hmm. can find an app that can successfully establish the habit for you then you can sort of grow from there yeah i think that's a good idea yeah what i did this morning was so i woke up at six i texted you so that i wouldn't fall back asleep and then i went into my office and i wrote down my goals in my planner but it, my goals were more like a to-do list Oh, I started making this big chart of all these people I want to reach out to this week to potentially sponsor their videos. Sexy. Yeah, yeah. I've written 18 people down so far. 
But what? I haven't reached out to any of them yet. Whoops, sorry, got it. Just blast some Britney Spears. Blast, bring, uh, blast. Uh, oops, I did it again. Each yep. time you reach out to someone new, and then you can become like, what is it, Pavlov's dogs? You can just start salivating for a lead. Well, Whenever that's you hear thing. Britney so Spears. I was listening to like last week when we were being Rachel. I had this playlist going, and a lot of it was Gorillas. So I was listening to Gorillas as my workout pump-up music every morning. And then yesterday, I listened to them in the middle of the day, and I was like, "Now I feel like I'm exhausted at 5 a.m. and should be working." Gorillas is pump-up. Yeah, I'm. I listen to Gorillas if I'm trying to like pump up to take acid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can make any. I, 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 I love Gorillas. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think they're fantastic. They, they really are a great group. Yeah, so I made a to-do list for today. I've got to do a lot of interviews for a magazine article I'm working on. I'm going to try to get orders shipped out at the post office for Forever Home Friends today if I can. If not, that'll be a tomorrow goal. And I've got a bunch of blog posts to get planned for uh, Forever Home Friends. And then um, I wrote my impossible goal is that I wanted there to be 200, or 200 concurrent viewers on the stream, which we've never had. So... That, but that's an that's my impossible goal. So maybe it won't happen today, but it'll happen at some point during during one of these streams in the future. Come on, everyone, go get a hundred friends each. Oh, and tonight, guys, tonight I'm hosting. I'm having a debate on my channel. So if anyone is interested in that, I'm having a debate um, with Scott. If you guys remember, um, in the anti MLM community. I did this stream where I kind of called him out for being misogynistic. And then he said he wanted to share his side of the story. So we're going to have a debate tonight. And so if you guys are looking forward to that, um, it should be fun. We're going to do debate style. We're going to mute our mics when the other person's talking. It's going to be very respectful. Did you get so, a moderator? I didn't get a moderator. I meant to get a moderator. And then I just kind of neglected to get a moderator. So it's just going to be us. But... I think it'll be okay. Uh, to a anyone wondering, uh, I'm actually really excited to say, I, I know what <clears throat> Meditation Sakawar is talking about, and two of them are free on YouTube, so you can check that out. The gateway process. It's cool. Oh, that's awesome. You got, you're doing a delivery? Erin started doing shipped. She's killing it. What is that? It's like Instacart, but it's another company. So sort of like Lyft is to Uber. Oh, is that like, oh, so she's like doing grocery shopping for other people. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I'm getting it, groceries delivered probably during the stream. So if the doorbell rings, I'll go answer it to get the groceries. Anyone not in the New Orleans area, because I don't want you competing with Aaron for it. Check it out. They pay really well. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I always hear about these things and I'm like, should I do that? And then I remember that I don't own a car. And I'm like, oh, I guess I can't do that. Never mind. Just get Wrigley, and then you could attach a sleigh to her and Chewie, and then mm -hmm. you can sleigh ride through Chicago. Oh my god, I could be like Santa, but with dogs. Yeah, I mean... And you have to pay for the stuff you get. I was going to say, and, <laughs> and PETA will hate you, but other than that, you're Santa. <laughs> um... Yeah, okay, so yeah, so I wrote down goals, then I did some weightlifting, then I went on a partial run with Chewy, because some of the ice has melted. So in the places of the, of the neighborhood where the ice has melted, I was able to run on those, and then the rest of it I walked very carefully. And while I was doing that, I listened to the 10x rule on audiobook, 
And uh, this book just, it says so much nothing. He so just, much nothing. He just loves to repeat over and over again. I feel like this book is almost him trying to justify his life to himself because he says over and over, it's like people who are not successful, who live average lives are always justifying it to themselves and whatever. But this whole book sounds like he's basically trying to justify why he's a workaholic and why he doesn't take his medication and why that's okay. And that's why just, he that's, overworks his employees. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, okay, so there was an, <laughs> the, the chapter or the part I finished on when I came in from the run was, it was just so out of touch. And I just think like some of this advice he gives. So this part, he was talking about having his first kid. Cause I guess when this book came out, his, his first kid was a baby. I don't know how old she is now, but so he was talking about like, I, I had my first. <laughs> 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 he was talking about like, uh, I recently had my first kid and he was talking about like, Oh, people are always worried about work-life balance. And like, there's a lot of people who, once they have kids, they try to use that as an excuse to not still 10 X everything at work and not still go balls to the wall and do the whole thing. And he's like, people try to use it as an excuse that they have to like, they have their kids, but he's like, but me, my kid is an inspiration for me to 10 X it even harder. And I'm like, that's great for you, Grant. But like, where do you, like, I, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt and assuming he takes care of his kids, which From he definitely does. From 637 to 643. Exactly. So he was like, so here's what I did to make sure that I could balance raising my kid and doing my job 10 X. And that was that I woke up an hour earlier and I took my daughter to the grocery store every day so that we would have quality time at the grocery store. And then I came home and then I started working and then I put her to bed at 7 p.m. And I'm like, so you 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 woke up an hour earlier to spend an hour with her like, great. But you realize that the vast majority of people, when they have a baby in their house, they have to the rest of the day that baby has to be watched, too. Like, I, I, I <laughs> not, assume, not this independent baby. His baby I, came out <laughs> never asking for a damn thing. Except milk, because when you're a baby, you cry and you get what you want. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I assume he's got to have a nanny or something. Everyone who's this rich has a nanny. So I assume that's what's going on. But like, he doesn't say, at least Rachel admits that she has a nanny and she says it outright. Like, Grant is just acting like it's completely feasible to just build one hour a day into your schedule and make that hour to be the hour that you raise your kid. And it's or like, he just crate chained him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. This um. He's he, so. I, it, this was like the first book I read in 2021, and he's definitely there, there, there's that cliche piece of advice of of uh, under promise and over deliver. Oh yeah, and I just listened to that section. Yes. He's the complete, and I love how he's just like he, he's fully aware that he's the opposite. He's like, no, don't under-promise and over-deliver. Over-promise and over-deliver. It's like, okay, Grant, but so far you told us this book will change our life. And it's just you saying I'm great and yes. so can you. Yes, it's like you you over-promised for this book, but then you under-delivered for it. It, it. Like, literally the whole book, it doesn't need to be longer than a sentence. Hey guys, want to get further in life? Do more work than everyone else. Oh shit! This is right? the great, like that—that's his whole premise. Yeah, I feel like if he wanted to elaborate on the concept, he could have maybe built this out into like five pages of talking about his own goal-setting process and how he reaches for higher goals because it's better to maybe. fall short. 
of a higher goal. But like, it, that's really all it is. Everything else in it is just him rambling up and bragging about how he spends a whole hour a day with his kids. Five pages with pictures, maybe. Maybe. Because like, I'm trying to follow the, the sexy method. I'm like, okay, so we got the statement, we got the uh, explanation, example, and importance. So statement, you have a goal, 10 exit. Mm -hmm. Expl explanation. Um, it's in, it's better to set your standards high and fall short of a high standard uh, than to set your standards low because that way you're still further ahead. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Example gives an example. Importance. You're going to get further ahead if you follow this. I feel like that's the whole book. It's one paragraph. Really, it is. Yeah, that's <laughs> all it is. But I'm listening to this whole book and it's just it. He just all he does is repeat all the ways that he feels like he's winning every day and all the reasons that people settle for success. Yeah, it's like, here's what Ashley says right here. He carved out an hour for his kid. I'm lucky if I can carve out an hour for myself. Like, I feel like most parents would be so insulted by that. Like, most parents who are like, I have kids and I have a career. I have to be, the kid needs to be watched the rest of the day. <laughs> I imagine he just doesn't want to say, so then I put the kid with the nanny the rest of the day, which is what he absolutely does. Or he doesn't work. His entire day is just like telling everyone how much he works and doesn't actually do shit. Yeah, maybe the kid's just like next to him in the office and he's like... Playing Minesweeper with him. <laughs> <laughs> just like everyone else in the office is making sales calls. And he's just like, okay, how can I make this hour seem like I did more work than everyone else? Because he's just running a telemarketing business. Basically. <laughs> He also kind of, he, and I feel like I've never had a kid, but I feel like from listening to other parents' experiences, you cannot control a baby's sleep schedule. But he made it sound like, the, he's like, the first thing I did was set her sleep schedule. And I'm like, I don't he think- crate He crate trains her! Or yeah, he, he rubs was, alcohol on her gums. He was like, I, I'm, he's like, the first thing I did was make it so that she would wake up at five every morning and go to bed at 7 p.m. every night. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure babies wake up and fall asleep whenever they want to and they scream whenever they want to. And that's why parents are awake all the time. I don't think like and if you did do that, like I, I, I that just doesn't seem realistic. And doesn't Grant also say babies do that and that we should act more like that to get what we want? Like he knows this. He just then he changes this. his mind halfway through. Hey, Jess. Y'all check out Persuasion Pitch by Jess MUA. Yeah, her podcast is fantastic. Um, yeah, he's a... I don't even know what to say. Like, I said this the other time, the, the, the other day, where it was like, he's just... Or he's not yesterday. I don't know why I said the other day. Well, I do know why I said the other day, because the other day literally means any day that's not today. So I said You're this fine. the other day. <laughs> <laughs> he's basically just a, a cartoon villain that, like, stepped through the television. He's like, oh, shit, I'm three-dimensional now. Yeah, basically, basically. Well, so, okay, so guys, I found, right, I found this book, Rise and Grind, on my shelf that I've been meaning to read, and I'm actually grateful that I didn't read it yet, because I feel like if I had read this when I first got it, like, I got it when it first came out, so when did I, 2018, so if I had read this in 2018, I would have taken it way too seriously, because I hadn't started my business guru exposés yet at that point, I was still just, like, soaking up every piece of business advice I could. Isn't so that I think, his audience? Yeah. Naive yeah. entrepreneurs. Exactly. So I'm, I would have read this book and been like, Ooh, I need to live my life like Grant Cardone. Cause I didn't know who he was in 2018. So anyway, here is a chapter about Grant Cardone. It's called be excited, beat the sun. <laughs> he fell in love with that tagline so early. <laughs> he says, uh, 
That, Grant says, that's my first goal when I start each day, to get up before the sun. Doesn't matter what time zone I'm in, if I can beat the sun in the morning, I feel like I've had this major victory already. And that section's bolded, so that Grant really wants you to know. Um, and also, okay, so it says, first thing Grant does each morning when he gets out of bed is take a piss. I'm At least glad, he includes it. I'm glad he includes it, y'all, because... Everyone else is like, okay, but when do you go to the bathroom in this very structured morning routine? Grant does it first thing. So that's the first thing I did this morning before I wrote down my goals or anything. Did you force it? No. <laughs> um, oh, so apparently out of this whole book, Grant is the only one who mentions going to the bathroom in his morning routine. And he says, these are the things people don't tell you, the details behind the greatness. Yeah, what um, else? Yeah, um, okay, so here we go. Here we go. So he writes down his goals. He eats breakfast, which I again forgot to do today. Then Grant said, apparently Grant Cardone is a fairly small guy. I didn't realize because he was saying. He's all biceps. <laughs> he's like, if I can't control my body, how can I control my business? How am I going to control my money? How am I going to control my customers? How am I going to control the rest of my day if I can't control 158 pounds? And I'm like, 158 pounds is pretty small. God, he really is all biceps. Like, that's a like, I don't think he's that tall. So, but I'm like, he's kind of like rectangular looking. I think he's a small dude. Like, I guess he makes himself look huge from a distance because he's like such a big presence. But I'm like, you met him. He's probably a small guy. I didn't realize that. I just Googled oh. this and it says, uh, it says he's six feet, 198 pounds. Oh, okay. So that's different. So, so one of them's so, lying. Someone's <laughs> lying. Yeah, I think, I don't know. He's referred to himself, uh, talked about how he like jokingly talked about how he's short and his wife like didn't like that or something so if he's six feet he's not short so maybe he's lying online about being tall and bigger than he is <laughs> i don't know he, he he wants everyone to believe oh sorry like, groceries are here once no problem he wants everyone to believe that he's um he's like superhuman or his life is superhuman where he's like yeah i'm six feet i'm so short guys so it's sort of like the people who complain about getting an a minus in class oh i'm so stupid i'm i only got an a minus or the people who just want to brag about how young they are guys i'm so old i turn 19 tomorrow that's grant cardone with his height let's go through these he's he, fire brat says he's short i trust you fire brat i've never been a morning person i'm only awake because i work third shift and my sleep patterns are crap fair enough uh, I've seen five nine to six feet online. So someone online is lying. Uh, hope that's what everyone does for the stars and planets. Because oh god, Eric War. I didn't look him up yet. Actually, I got to do that today. I signed up for my <coughs> series seven uh, study course yesterday, so I, I started studying for that. I'm excited to uh, get some new knowledge in my brain. If he's one fifty eight and cut and that cut, I lean towards. 5'9 or less. But the thing about Grant is we don't know how much of him is just a lie. Like, we know he has biceps, but he's the sort of guy who I wouldn't be surprised layers up or puts uh, padding under his shirt to make himself look a little buffer. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Ami. Uh, and thank you, Sako. How have your live streams been going? Uh, yeah, I passed. I, I, I got to take the Series 7. I passed the SIE uh, like first week of the year 
early January. Could be a hologram. He absolutely could. Um, you know, we, 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 we've seen it with who, who knows how far off we are from the Oasis. I saw with, and I'm not giving any crypto advice because I stay clear of that because I'm not allowed to invest in it. But I saw there's this new coin that's coming out where they're creating uh, one of a kind digital collectibles that people can um, sort of access an augmented reality and take selfies in front of and have like this vault that they can enter of a collection of all of these online digital artists uh, in their vault and getting these one of like the, the one I saw was a, a DeLorean and uh, you, you can only buy it with one specific crypto coin. Um, and people were taking selfies inside the DeLorean and it was about, it was like a beautifully created uh, digital DeLorean. So who knows how far off we are from living in the Oasis and getting our first true hologram only non-existent self-help guru. Who's like from 601 to 602 AM, I run two marathons. He spun, oh God, the ones that just inflate. Yeah, I love that episode. How tough am I? I had nails for breakfast. So what? Without any milk, chocolate. <laughs> Husband five seven about the weight. So yeah, he, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's short and just, I mean, Tom Cruise is an action hero, and he's 5'5", five five, right? Grant Cardone could do it. Need more cheat. Me and my boyfriend are starting to mine Ethereum. Good luck, Mushroom Destroyer. I am going to so start cozying up to you two. Y'all can be my sugar parents. That works. I'm not a morning person. I get some R, and they are their best in the morning, blah, blah. But where in the morning routine? That happens after 5 p.m. Fair enough. Where, where, Where's the night owl morning routine? Wake up at 1 p.m. Uh, like years ago, I read an article about Elon Musk's morning routine, and I'm working on a song about how he needs to eat breakfast because he doesn't according to what I read. I, I don't eat breakfast at the moment. I'm, I'm, someone in here mentioned they were doing intermittent fasting. I was like, fuck it. I'll try that. Um, I don't trust anything Elon Musk says. I'm convinced he's an alien or a robot or an alien robot, or just a liar. Uh, I, don't, I don't trust him. I, I know he's going to save the world. I also don't trust him. Uh, when you all do the Tony Robbins morning routine, you should get those huge Mickey Mouse gloves ahead of time. Live the full experience. Fair enough. He, does Tony Robbins, is he known for like having massive hands or some shit like that? I used to be a night owl, but since starting my job a few years ago, I'm a morning person and found it makes me feel much, much better all around. Uh, that's fantastic. What's, what's the new job? I, I don't know if I've ever been a morning owl or, or yeah, I, I don't have a morning owl, <laughs> uh, a, a night owl or, or an early bird. Um, I don't know. I, I've certainly become more of an early bird because of these routines and I like it a lot. I get a lot more reading done in the morning. Uh, just like not, not books, but like news articles. I can definitely see the appeal of, um, why, why people find it so relaxing to, to read the newspaper over a morning cup of coffee. Uh, it's so quiet, very peaceful. Sun's rising. It's a, it's a beautiful sight, and I can see why it's so relaxing. I've, I've been enjoying that lately. Um, I guess I used to be a bit more of a night owl, but I wouldn't say I was that productive at night either. So I, I don't know. I drink coffee and don't have breakfast until 10. Yeah, I've been having like two cups of coffee in the morning on top of my pre-workout. So I've been having a lot of caffeine. Whoops. Uh, I get up at five, get the coffee, around nine, have breakfast. My BF has been learning to code so we can use a bot to buy some GPUs for mining. The smelters have been screwing up the ability to buy them fairly. 
Well, you and your BF are going to be in fantastic shape. I'm incredibly, I want to date your BF. I'm in QA software working remotely. Oh, cool. Coffee is, yeah, coffee is wonderful. I'm with Saco. I'm with Jess MUA. I'm with uh, Savvy. Yep. Uh, everyone should check out Fox and Compass. She's fantastic. Just throwing that out there randomly. Uh, I'm, uh, is by- Fox and Compass here? No. Oh, yeah. She has a great channel, though. <laughs> She's I a agree. great channel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was just watching one of her videos, like, yesterday. Yeah, she's great. I got um, the groceries put away. Sorry for taking so long. I wanted to make sure they wouldn't uh, go bad. It's just sitting out there. I didn't good. realize how much yogurt I'd ordered. I ordered so much yogurt. Oh, did, did you get self-rising flour? Or self-rise, yeah, self-rising flour? I didn't get self-rising flour. I was supposed to get self-rising flour, wasn't I? You should eat, get self-rising flour and Greek yogurt. And then you just mix. It's It's one scoop to one scoop maybe a little bit more flour, you mix it together. It's two ingredient pizza dough. It's delicious. I it's- did get Greek yogurt. I got plain Greek yogurt. I got a couple cups of that. So maybe I need to get some self-rising flour. It's make so some fucking pizza good. Dough. It's that's, so fucking that's good. That's brilliant, dude. And the, the other thing you can do, Aaron, you can do a lot with it. You can make pretzels with it. You can oh, make, uh, I almost said donuts. We haven't tried donuts, but we've tried bagels with it. We've tried. I bet you could make donuts with it, yeah. And then, of course, just the pizza. It's it's so fucking good. I swear to God, it's so incredibly easy, and it's so fucking good. Uh, Lindsay's, Wait, you, you, you can. You can. It, I forgot if it's ba- it, it's flour, and then I forgot if it's baking powder or baking. So it's it, it's it's. I have flour and I have baking powder, so maybe I will mix those. I think it's those two ingredients here. I'll and then check. I'll mix it. Oh, dude, I'm gonna make pizza dough. That's uh, brilliant. Make your own self rising, or I'll use it to make a. Donuts or bagels or something. That sounds fun. Okay, it's teaspoons of it's baking powder. It's baking I have powder. Baking powder. powder. Sweet. So yeah, you can make your own. Two teaspoons of okay. baking powder and one cup of plain flour. All right. Yeah. I will guys, I'll make this. I'll make this. Maybe I'll make it on a stream at some point. It's so good. I swear by it. I tell I tell everyone to try it. I know it sounds weird, but once you start mixing it together, it actually like looks and feels like dough. And it's so good. It's so delicious. It's healthier than pizza. Well, no, it's healthy. I'd say it's healthy because it's just the the crust is just Greek yogurt and flour. Like, yeah, I mean that sounds good. It's a high protein pizza. Fantastic! I will absolutely make that. Yeah, uh, Aaron and I. It was funny. We once ate it for an entire week, and by the end of the week, we were both down like a couple pounds. We we're like, oh shit, we just lost. Like, and it was like one of the cookie diets, but you know, it wasn't just like eating two cookies or starving ourselves. It was just <laughs> an easy pizza. Yeah, I want to try to make a bagel with it because we have cream cheese. You should absolutely. It, it was pretty easy. Um, we did end up using the air fryer for the bagels too. So I don't oh, know if we have an air we have an air fryer. Yes. Yeah. So give it a go. I think I think we did a we baked it a little bit and then we uh, tossed them in the air you fryer. You have the bagel crispy. recipe or instructions for that? I mean, it, the dough is made the same way. Um, oh, okay. So I'll just I'll Google it. Like. Once you make the dough, you can just do whatever you want with it. Make bagel with self-rising yogurt. With self-rising yogurt. Self-rising yogurt. Uh, oh, here it is. Two ingredient bagels. Yeah, two ingredient bagels. That's the one. And then toast it. Don't uh, Actually, no, you toast it. It comes out pretty well. Yeah, y'all, I'm making my own bagels. That's what I'm doing. You're going to wake up tomorrow and be Jewish. RK is Jewish, so he's allowed to make that joke. I'm allowed so to knows. say it. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, doll. Doll is here. What's up? What's up? 
Oh, almond. Oh, I've used almond flour in, I've made low carb pizza before where I made uh, the crust out of, yeah, I did it exactly the way you're saying. I used uh, mozzarella and cream cheese and almond flour and I made a low carb pizza and it was actually really good. All right, y'all, yeah. I am ready. I'm going to make my own, maybe I'll make my own bagels tonight. Why not? Why not? It's, I mean, especially if you maybe well no I making the dough on screen is going to be part of the fun to watch for people to watch that's then again, true maybe gonna, i'll do it for a cooking stream on like later this week or something or i mean you can make it tonight and just have the dough already made i, I don't know because like you're going to be distracted while you're like <laughs> it, it might be a power move to uh, How? <laughs> uh you don't you don't need bake you you can aaron and i just use self-rising flour which uh which you don't need anything else. You just need the self-rising flour and the Greek yogurt. If you don't have self-rising flour, then you just then you just need regular flour and baking powder. So it's two ingredients or it's three ingredients. So I'm gonna make three ingredient bagels because I need regular I have regular flour and baking powder. So I'll use that. These bagels look really good in the in the pictures. I hope they turn out this way. Yeah, we had a sweet bagel because we didn't have any of the everything seasoning. So we went with the um cinnamon sugar. Ooh. Ooh, that sounds good. And then Aaron had some strawberry cream cheese. Ooh, everything bagel seasoning. I should get everything bagel seasoning. That sounds you, great. You should, because it's just, a, you can put that on. Any, wait, what's what's the brand that's like, I put that shit on every, is, it, is that Frank's Red Hot Sauce? Frank's, I, I put that so. shit on every. I think yeah, I have Frank's Red Hot Sauce dude, in my Frank's fridge, so but I'm not going to put it on my ba bagel. <laughs> no, but it would actually be good, depending on the bagel. Like if you, That's true. It could potentially be good on the bagel. Like if you make a pizza bagel. You can make a pizza bagel. Oh my God. I should this, make a pizza bagel. It started with making two ingredient pizza. It's ending with making three ingredient pizza bagels, man. This is just like, let's see. Okay. So you preheat the oven, you use a spatula and you combine the yogurt with the, I want Grant Cardone to make bagels with his kids. Yeah. That would be some nice quality time instead of just like leaving them at the beach. Well, you know, he's 62. He's probably like, fuck it. Um, I, 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 I have like another 60. He probably thinks he has another 60 years to live. I don't want to spend that time with my kids. I want to spend it 10xing. Dude, so I was I was reading Gary V's morning routine in here. And his morning routine is literally just, I wake up. The first thing I do when I wake up every morning is contemplate mortality. And I visualize what it would look like if everyone I love died in a plane crash. And it makes, it's like, that was um, me day one last week with Rachel <laughs> so That's what he does every day. And then the rest of it is just up for grabs. Like whether whether he, I don't know, works out first or eats breakfast for like whatever, it's like not clear. He does whatever. But the first thing he always does is visualize everyone he loves dying. So that's going to be a rough like one. I actually like Gary I, I I like some things about Gary Vee. I don't like, I, there are some things I dislike about him. I would say out of all the business gurus, he's the one I hate the least. Because I've gotten some value from him and I find him um, interesting to listen to. But I, I also, I really kind of hate his like toxic positivity mindset. And I also really hate that he's spoken at Beachbody conferences. I think that's shady. Yeah, I don't respect that. Um, also spoken out against MLMs. I do appreciate that he has said that he doesn't like MLMs because most business gurus won't say that. So I do appreciate that he has said that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just... I've gotten good. I've got, I haven't listened to him that much because so here's, here's one thing I do appreciate that he says. 
he says one thing that I never hear any other business guru say, which is, it's my goal to make sure you never need me again. All the other business gurus are trying to sell more and upsell and say, get, uh, get, uh, I'm hiding more information behind a paywall. He's always saying, I like the best day for me is when you stop listening to me and you just start actually working. Does he even have courses or anything? I think he just like does speeches and he, he does his daily podcasts, which is, yeah, because which are I don't his think speeches. He, I don't think yeah. he charges for any information actually. Not that I know of. I mean, oh, his, I can respect that. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then his other thing is too, it's like if you just want to be an entrepreneur, it's as simple as just, and this is sort of like Grant Cardone can, has this sort of same mentality, but he completely perverts it of if you want to be an entrepreneur, just got to start selling shit. Like yep. I, I appreciate how he dedicated all last year to, uh, or not all last year, all two years ago, because it was the last time I actually started listening to him because I didn't listen to him at all in 2020 because I just didn't see any point. But um. No. No business gurus are useful in 2020. But in 2019, he was all about going to uh, estate sales, garage sales, uh, mm -hmm. thrift shops and shit like that, buying things and selling them online. And he was all about talking about internet arbitrage and how if you really want to start selling shit, start selling shit. Like someone yeah. else's shit, you should just buy it and sell it online and see what you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Grant Cardone, is he 158 pounds and 5 feet tall? Is he 6 feet tall and 200 pounds? We will never know because I don't think he'll ever will he'll ever let us measure him. Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this is when we get to the good point here. Um, so, whoop, sorry. So Grant Cardone says his morning meeting happens every day at 9.06 a.m. Why such a weirdly specific time? Because our COO tells me we need to start at a set time, Grant explains. He wanted to do it at 9 o'clock. We've got 65 people walking into a meeting. They need to know what time it is. So I said, don't make it 9 o'clock. That's lazy. My point was, 9 o'clock is not a decision. Tell someone you want to be a millionaire. That's a lazy goal. Tell someone you want to be worth $1,184,912. That's a guy who actually thought through what he wants. If you set the meeting at 9.06, you've given it thought. That's specific. You haven't given it thought if it's just as arbitrary as 9 o'clock. Right? If, if you're saying, I want it at 9.06, which is still fucking stupid, go 9.05 because then you're not fucking with everyone's blocked schedules because yeah. our calendars are rectangles, so you don't like want to go 9.06. So. Yeah. If you, like that's not deliberate thought, that's deliberately an asshole. But if you want to give it deliberate thought, you're like, I want it to be 9.05 or 8.55 because I want us to accommodate for five minutes of people walking into the conference room. He didn't say that. He just said, be specific. The same thing with, I want to be a millionaire. No, that's lazy. I want to be 1.195 or 6G, whatever, yeah. worth million dollars. That's fucking lazy too, because you didn't give any thought. If you want it because you want to buy a specific house, specific car, and maintain a specific fixed income for the rest of your life without working, that took thought. But chances are you didn't. You just spat out random numbers to make it seem like you know what the fuck you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, he is like, if you want to start the meeting at 9.06 for some specific reason, like, for example, I don't know. I can't even imagine why you'd want to, but I don't know. If, if you know that it takes 
the app, like if it takes people six minutes to walk across the office building into your office on average, and you know, they'll leave their other office at nine, then starting it at nine Oh six is an intentional decision. He just chose a random number and was like nine Oh six. Now I've thought about it. Like, no, you still haven't thought about it. You just pretended you thought about it. Which goes back to yesterday's conversation of what's more important perception or reality. Exactly. Grant Cardone is all perception. And I mean, in reality, he does have money. So there's that. But so anyway, I think what we need to do is we need to start having a meeting at 906. Because if we're living like Grant Cardone, we need to have a meeting at 906 a.m. every day. And we're doing more deliberate thought because we actually have a reason besides random number that's not a round number. Also, fuck off. Like, seriously, he wants it to be not if, if like you're actually accommodating your employees more. If you say meeting starts at nine, get there by, as you said, if it's a six minute walk, get there by 854. Yeah, because then they're still accommodating the time. You're still putting deliberate thought into it and you're making it easier for them to block their schedule. Apparently Grant Cardone is short because his wife is five, seven, and she's always taller than him in photos. So wherever he said he's six feet, he was lying. Or his wife wears like, or maybe his wife wears heels. like six inch heels everywhere. I everywhere. I mean, which again, at this point, not, neither would surprise me. No, neither would surprise me. Um, I, I like this point Katie made here. I don't feel great about the people buying things from thrift stores and upselling it. I agree. I actually have a big problem with that. And I don't want like, not a, like, I know it can be done ethically. So I don't want to say that everyone who does that is a bad person. But I, I like to shop for things used. I like to shop for used clothes and things like that. Because you know, it's good for the environment to buy high quality, sturdy clothes used rather than support like clothes that are flimsy and you cheap and go through a million of them. So I've been trying to buy used clothes um, that are higher quality. But the problem is that what people do on like Poshmark and Depop and ThreadUp and all of those sites is they like find them at thrift stores and then they flip them and try to upsell them. And it's like, that, that sucks. Like, I just want to buy people's used clothes. I just want to buy your used shirt for $5. Like, stop trying to be like, I want to upsell this for, yeah, I, that that's just my little rant on that. I, to, I totally agree, especially because like, Thrift stores can be necessary for people who need to get things at low prices because they are lower income people. And if you if you people buy out all the things to upsell them, that's kind of mean. So that's I agree with that point. So I agree with that point, but I also so for one, I probably didn't do a good job of explaining it, or Gary doesn't do a good job of explaining it. But the example you gave, I'm unfamiliar with the with the environment. I don't know how many people are buying used sourced, used clothes and then successfully upselling them because clothing does like. Clothing from thrift shops don't feel like they they then turn around to be high ticket items. I don't see how anyone could successfully flip a t shirt from a thrift shop. Oh, that's how the store. whole company like if you've read the book Girl Boss, that's how the whole company Nasty Gals for started. shirts because I could see it being like oh not just gifts, shirts it was for like everything little trinkets and shit like that but clothing I always no it was clothing like she would go to Goodwill and try to like she well she would comb through things for a while but she'd try to find like vintage items at, at okay. thrift shops and then upsell them. Okay, so yeah, then then I definitely see it because I was like, if people are just buying like random clothes off the rack and are trying to sell it online, uh, like for a lot of money, good luck. Like, yeah, and I think it's <laughs> well, people. A lot of it is like you were saying, perception is reality. So what a lot of people do is they go to thrift shops and they find, you know, a bunch of clothes with the same color scheme or the same type of style, and then they make a website that goes all around that type of style, or you know, make a profile that goes all around that, and then try to 
you know, pass it off as like, it's my curated clothing selection. That's all this type of style kind of thing, which I guess it, it you know, it, it puts the stuff all in one place, but if you upsell it by a lot, then that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. Mushroom destroyer definitely made the point clear that I, I was trying to say, but yeah, I, I can see, I, I don't see clothing. Okay, well, mushroom destroyer saying, I think it's fine. Yeah. If you're doing, if you're finding vintage clothing and repairing it and then upselling it, I think that's completely different because then you're repairing old vintage clothing and selling an antique item. I think that's different. Yeah. And then the other thing is the, the, the other part of it was going to a state sale. I don't know. I, I, I don't personally do it, uh, but I can definitely see both sides. I can see how it sucks for people who want to get clothing cheap. Uh, I mean, I've donated clothes to Goodwill before. I don't know how I'd feel about people going in there and then flipping clothes. But at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, like, if you want to try flipping my weird, bizarre, old saying t-shirts that I got randomly when I was 12, good luck. Yeah, there seems like there's a lot of interesting things to consider on this. So Amanda makes a good point of, you know, sometimes a lot of people will buy it plus size clothes, but then alter it to flip it as like, I don't know, you might buy like a plus size shirt, but turn it into like a dress or something. And then it makes it harder for people who need plus sizes to get them at thrift shops because people are buying them up to alter them for um, for flipping them. I've and seen then, that complaint before. I've seen a lot yeah. of people say like, stop buying large clothing for your Instagram videos and shit like that to cut it. Like I've seen that before. Yeah. Bree says the only thing is that so much of the stuff in thrift stores goes to the landfill. So the more people thrifting or reselling the things they don't want anymore does divert from the landfill. Okay. So I guess that's a good point too, is that like, if it's going to go to the landfill anyway, you'd rather someone have it than fill the landfill with it. Um, and then, yeah, mushroom destroyer says that she would like find a sixties dress for $5 and then repair it and charge $20 for it. And that's fine. Yeah. Now that's, she's mining that's, Ethereum. that's not too expensive. The problem is when I find like, people who are selling their used designer clothes on Poshmark for like 200, $300. And it's like, dude, it's used. Or if it's not are they used, actually selling it though. Like, I mean, I don't know. Is anyone actually buying it? I always make really low ball offers on those sites and sometimes people accept them and sometimes they don't, but like, I'm like, Oh, you're selling this like Gucci sweatshirt for $300 and it's used. Like I'm going to offer $20. And if you're not going to take it, then like, that's fine. That but, goes back to perception actually. Yeah. You know, what people who are doing are, they're, they're not selling the clothes. What they're doing is they're going online and they're saying, I found this for five bucks. Watch me flip it for 300 online. They never say if they got the sale, they just yeah. show you what they they're did. like, here's how to flip it. It's like, yeah, but no one's going to pay that. <laughs> and then like, and you can buy my course and learn how to do this too, where I actually make all my money. And then I have to throw out this garbage that no one wants to buy. Yeah. Upselling garbage. Clothing is a big thing. Yeah. 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 Um, but how many are successfully, like I just said, how many of them are successfully selling a, a thrifted piece, uh, item of clothing for hundreds yeah, I of guess, dollars? Yeah, versus like how many people just make it look like they're successful at it on Instagram? Yeah, and how I, many it, people are actually successful? I don't know. That's interesting. I want to look more into that. That's a strange industry. It's, uh, it's, a, uh, it's an interesting debate for sure because we saw yeah. both sides in the chat. Yeah, yeah. It's like... Oh, that's an interesting topic. Maybe we should do a whole episode at some point about the ethics of upselling thrifted clothing. Because it definitely Maybe has pros and Oh, cons. we should do that when we do Gary V week because he talks about going to estate sales and shit. So we can do a whole episode about it when we're talking about him. We should start a drop shipping store when we do Gary V week. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god so anyway guys we have to have a meeting at 906 every morning i don't think we can do it this morning because rk i got like, a 9 a.m oh. meeting he's a 9 a.m meeting so we have to wrap up before that because we don't schedule 906 meetings we schedule we 9 a.m calls you should have scheduled a call for 916 so that we could have had a 10 minute meeting at 906 yeah fucking fuckers like because <laughs> that would have been intentional it's hard to find things to flip the time and gas for me it was just a side thing yeah yeah I'm lucky to find thrift clothes that even just fit me right no time to look for name brands to flip gary gray i thought i said gary gray area ethically <laughs> gary area ethically come on the gary ethic dilemma the gary ethic dilemma i love it um cool so I'm gonna do makeup because somebody requested it. Um, and while I it's Sharma, like what if did you just, Sharma say, like you'd find a lot more success just buying everything than just upticking it, a, like two quarters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, it's it's there's a whole reselling community. Okay, this must be a lucrative thing. I know I know of the reselling community, but when I was looking at them. And maybe the thrifting thing is a bigger deal than I'm giving it credit for because I'm unfamiliar with that side of it. But I was always under the impression that the reselling community was going to like estate sales and finding hidden treasures from people's like garage sales and shit like that. Not so much the thrift shops. I thought I thought they were much bigger with um with yard sales, estate sales, things like that. I think it's a combination. Cause I, I know a few people that made decent money uh buying like old furniture repurpose either repurposing it or or uh refurnishing it and then re reselling it for a decent amount of money yeah what jess says here i have tons of clothes with no energy to sell them so I'll, yeah sometimes i would list my clothes on poshmark for very cheap for like five dollars each because i'm like this is used clothes and some i used to back before there was a pandemic i would put my clothes on facebook marketplace and have people come to my house and get them for like five dollars each maybe that's what we should do for gary v week we should I don't really think I have much that I can sell though, because we should sell our old clothes during Gary V week. We we sell... We'll make a Poshmark page. But I sort of like Marie Kondo in my wardrobe. I don't have much left. I'm like jeans and t-shirts. We need to have a Marie Kondo week too. We live like Marie Kondo. Everything in my apartment currently brings me joy though. Except for well, the, like the apartment itself. <laughs> that's fair. Um, but yeah, I think Marie Kondo week will be great because, well, I'm a, I'm a borderline hoarder, so I really do need a Marie Kondo week. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Marie. Like, it feels like it's one of those things where you kind of have to do full time and treat it like it's a full time job if you actually want to make a lot of money doing it. Yeah, like OnlyFans. No, I think you might make more money just doing feet pics on OnlyFans. Yeah, every once in a while, I'm like, should I start OnlyFans? I'm like, no, that's a whole other full-time career. I don't have time to start OnlyFans. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't really have. I, I've never felt the the overwhelming desire to hop into that industry of reselling. You know who else hasn't? Grant Cardone. Grant, Grant Cardone, Cardone doesn't sells resell. He sells fish. You don't resell fish. You don't resell fish. Who wants that would to be ridiculous. Fish? Why would you resell a fish? All right, guys, today I'm doing purple makeup from the Able Sisters palette in Animal Crossing, doing the Able Sisters purple colors. Because I feel like purple, my shirt's so bright yellow, and, and purple would be a complete contrast. It would be something entirely different. That's what I'm doing. Have you noticed that when we do these weeks, 
we end up talking about who we're going to do next. Like during Rachel Hollis week, we talked more about Grant Cardone. And now with Grant Cardone, we were talking about Gary V. We're talking about Gary V. <laughs> Gary V week. We're going to talk about uh, who, who, who did you tell me to, to check out? Uh, Jess, a- a- Eric war. Oh, Eric worry. Oh shit. He's a, he's a big MLM scammer. Dick. He does like network marketing training programs for people. And he's uh yeah, he's kind of the worst. I did a review of his book. His book what is courses called- are there on reselling? I'm I'm sorry. I was just reading Olivia's comment. Like I feel like it's a pretty straightforward thing. You buy something and then you put it online. Yeah, you would think, but people want to sell courses about everything. <sighs> Y'all, if if anyone is watching this on replay and you're considering getting into thrifting and shit like that, one Read, read, read the ethical comments. Know exactly what you're getting into before you do it because you might be fucking someone over. Two, yep. if you then decide to go forward with it, don't buy a course. Don't just buy do a it. course. Nope. Just, just, just Nike swoosh it. Just do it. You're going to learn more. Eric Worre is a total dickhead. Yes. Purple eyeshadow. Yes. So I'm doing purple right now. Um, But we want to... We need... So not today, but starting tomorrow, we are going to have 9.06 a.m. meetings. So... At 9.06 every day, what are we going to do? I uh, think what I posted pay on our YouTube... Taxes, like what, what, I, <laughs> what I posted on YouTube is that because it's um, meeting time, we should have meetings. So um, anyone who wants to, I can like pick one person from the chat to come on the stream with us, and I'll send you a StreamYard link so you can join in. And then, I don't know, just to talk about business, do Q and a Q&A or some shit. So I think that could be fun. If anyone wants to do that, let me know. Yeah. So this is turning into a full on morning show. If y'all want to come, if y'all want to be a caller and hop on at nine Oh six, starting tomorrow, we're going to start accepting calls. That's right. Calls start nine Oh six AM tomorrow. Uh, not today. I was originally going to start today, but RK has to go and do his job like a weenie. There's got to be a way to connect like Discord to streams too, because I've seen people do it where they have like people call in on a Discord voice channel. Oh, that could be fun. You could do it like yeah with Discord. I like Discord. Just as, like in the future, for when you inevitably stop paying for Pro Streamyard. I don't know if I will. I stream so much now. I might just write your streamer. As, yeah, I'm a streamer now. Or I might I'm gonna might try to learn how to do it in OBS, but I don't know how to invite other people to do it in OBS with me. Well, I think OBS is where people uh, sort of connect the Discord uh, voice channels. I don't know. It's it's probably that that's probably worth a YouTube video. Yeah, because a lot of people use OBS um, for Twitch streaming. And I mean, I, I I simultaneously cast everything to to Twitch as well. For people who are saying that they don't want to come on camera, you don't have to. You can leave your camera off. Yeah, you don't have to come on camera. I had a few people comment on YouTube that they'd be interested in coming on camera, so maybe I'll send it to one of them. Um, and then on camera, we'll just we'll talk business. We'll talk. And we'll talk shit. We'll talk shit. We'll talk business guru shit. We'll talk all kinds of stuff. Speaking of talking shit, is Kat going to start that show? Oh, Kat and the talking digestion. shit show. That's going to be excellent. Well, it looks like people support the show or the call-ins. So. Excellent. So we will start that tomorrow, y'all. That'll be really fun. And with that, I know I said nine, but I'm going to take off five minutes early because I'm deliberate. And I also like round numbers.
That is totally fine. All right, y'all. So we are going to wrap up for today. Um, we'll see you guys again tomorrow morning. Same time, same place. Uh, tomorrow morning, our stream is going to be longer because we will be having 9.06 a.m. meetings. We'll see you then. In the meantime, don't forget to support small businesses. Get ready to shit on Grant Cardone even harder tomorrow. Maybe we'll even react to more of the Jordan Belfort podcast interview. Uh, it'll be a good time. See y'all then. Oh, and don't forget tonight, 7 p.m. Central, I'm having a debate with Scott on my channel. So if you want to watch some uh, debate magic happen, join me here. Cook Sometimes. your spinach. <laughs> Bye, everyone.